Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. Well, another opportunity, you might say. I love opportunities in life because they give us opportunities, and that's all about what hope is with me. I say hope is the opportunity to generate a more meaningful life. That's Danny's definition. But it really plays out in the guests we have today. Uh, but we want to go ahead and mention quickly our uh, illustrious business partners, the Athens Community Council, excuse me, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. We like the Community Council on aging too, but the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce and the Oconee Chamber of Commerce. And our charitable partners are Lydia's Place, locally here, St. Jude's Hospital, we like kids, uh, the Wounded Warrior Project, uh, Camp Southern Ground, and the National Fellowship of Christians and Jews. We covered about all the, from every corner there, and we're proud to do that. Uh, today, we have uh, Jeff and Connie Rushing. They are the co-founders and co-directors, you might say, of City of Hope Athens. I love your title, by the way, Jeff. Uh, because you can't go very far in life without somebody saying the word hope. Uh, it's, it's, it's probably the most used uh, word in the English language, but it's also one of the most used uh, words in the Bible. I looked that up in a, what do you call them, a concordance or something like that, and hope is mentioned, what, 40, 50-plus times, and uh, that means that it's meaningful. Uh, so we want to get into how y'all what your background is, and I also want you to quote, if you will, what Luke 4.18 starts with, seeing as you're both pastors. What does that say? Okay. All right, well, Luke, Luke chapter 4, there's many different translations, and the translation that I love is is the Passion Translation, and, and the way that it translates it, it says that the Lord has anointed me to bring hope to the poor. Uh, some translation says the the, uh, the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. But I like the, the the Passion Translation Bible that says that the Lord has anointed me to bring hope to the poor, and that's that's our heart. That that is the heart of uh, our organization is to to bring hope to those who need hope in whatever form that is. Uh, in the Athens, Oconee, Barra County area. Well, uh, your mission is very similar to ours. Uh, I want to take that word and broaden it uh, to mean something to everybody that listens to us, and they're going to absolutely get that opportunity when they hear your story. Uh, we're all about stories here. We, we really pick people based on their stories, not so much based on themselves, even though they create their stories. So I like I like that very much. Let's uh start with uh, uh, Connie and Jeff. Tell us how you got to this point. Let's go back to what you have done at Grace Grace Fellowship, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. Were you both pastors there? or uh, No, sir. I was, I was a staff pastor at Grace Fellowship for 22 years. I was there uh, from the very beginning and served in different areas uh, as, a, as a pastor at Grace Fellowship. And uh, we knew in the last couple of years that the Lord was really beginning to change our focus. Uh, we began to really have a heart for uh, for the community. We did a lot of foreign mission work. Uh, we've been to 
just many different countries doing foreign mission. Um, and then it just seemed that the Lord was beginning to shift our heart to home and uh, serve the needs within our community, those that are in our backyard. And after 22 years, I retired from Grace Fellowship, uh, but I retired knowing what my next steps were. As someone had told me one time, you're not retiring, you're just being reassigned. And that's exactly what has happened. We, uh, I took a few weeks off, enjoyed, and did rejoin retirement for uh, about six weeks. And then we kind of hit the ground running with, with City of Hope Athens and uh, but our heart is for the community. Our heart is for uh, for the needs of our community. Even though we may not see, we may not feel, we may not be acquainted with every every need in the community, uh, we should be aware that the the community is in need. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us that the poor will always be among you. Uh, I had someone ask one day how long we were going to do this, and I said, until the Lord takes us home, because we're here to serve the poor, and the poor is always going to be around us and among us. Well, I couldn't agree more, and uh, I should be retired now, but I don't know of anything in the Bible that says you've got to retire at a certain age. Absolutely. Uh, That's and, right. And if, Actually, that word is not in yeah. the Bible. Yeah. We should. We might. We might retire from our paying job, but we will always be useful. And now this. Now this becomes your day job, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I also know a couple of things. I know that uh, uh, we can control what we speak, and that comes from our heart. So we've got a good heart. Most of the things that we speak will be of good, and yes. obviously you folks adhere to that. But I also say. Well, when God calls, you darn sure better answer. Uh, yes, sir. Because I think, I may be wrong about this, but I think that we've all got three first in our life. Uh, God, our family, and others. We're only put here to help other people. A lot of folks don't understand that, but it's certainly true. And yes, you're, sir. You're really able to do that. Uh, take us back when you were doing the missionary work uh because that's that's hard work yes sir uh it it's it, but it was something we love to do i guess my very first mission trip was maybe back in 92 uh i went down to with a group of men we went down to honduras uh to build a church uh build a it was a two two-story building the uh, bottom floor was the church and the top floor was uh, the home for the pastor and his family, and and uh, that just really set the tone for really for me knowing that okay, God has more for me than what uh, happens inside the walls of a building. And uh, just a very few short years after that, we took our entire family to Mexico for ten days on a mission trip. We went down just to do some work in some churches. Uh, our daughter, I believe, may have been... Andy, Andy, our youngest, was two. Yeah, Andy was two, so our daughter was... Twelve. Twelve. And there's and, two boys uh, in between. Yeah, so we uh, we took them to Mexico, and we went down working with a missionary in Mexico, just uh, doing different kind of uh, jobs that they needed within. And in the evening, we did children's ministry. And uh, so that kind of, at that point, gave not only me and Connie, the, the experience of doing foreign missions, 
it opened the door for all four of our children uh, to be exposed to, hey, there's more to life than hopping in a car and going to Dairy Queen or, or McDonald's. You know, I mean, we, you know, and our kids had to adjust to that for a week because we ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you know, for 10 days. But you made it. But the good news is you made it. And by the way, I've got a picture of your family. Somebody, it's a wedding here, a wedding that you had. Is that right? Yes, our youngest son. Yes. Youngest son. And gosh, he picked right. Uh, he's yes, do, he, he did. Yes, he did. He's he done what most of, of, of us guys have done. He married above himself a little bit there. Yes, but that's a beautiful picture. And by the way, uh, with your permission, we will put that picture on YouTube. Uh, oh, we would love that. So, that would be great. We're, and we're, you know, we love all four of our kids. We're proud of all four of them. But our youngest has answered the call, and he's in full-time ministry now also. And uh, and we're excited about that. But we're excited that not only uh, do all four of our children uh, follow the Lord and live for for the Lord, our, our grandchildren also. Uh, or that way so that's that's exciting for us and we're we're proud to we're proud to tell anybody who wants to listen that you know it's important it's important that we not just live a life that looks good on sunday morning in the church but uh people look at us not just our family but other people are looking at us at all the times and and it's okay what what kind of life are you living and so we you need to be on your toes at all time and living a life that's that's worthy of the calling that the Lord has placed on you. Well, unfortunately, I would say most people don't get the calling. Uh, now, I feel like, honestly and truthfully, uh, I've had the calling all my life, but I finally just got the message about eight or nine months ago, and that's why I've created a Hope with Danny. That yeah, is my, my calling. But uh, we all have a purpose. Everybody on the earth has a purpose. And, that is correct. Uh, to seek out and find that purpose is so important, not just to get a degree and to go out there and do something you hate for the rest of your life, to feed your family, but to do something that has meaning. And I think that y'all have learned that uh, early on, and that's so important. Uh, I, I also believe that these experiences that you've had have really been part of your growth and a great deal of part of your journey. Uh, I, I personally don't have a whole lot of need for the past unless it, it forms experiences that you can benefit from or it gives you beauty from the past. Now, you've gotten the experience side of that to an nth degree and decided that you wanted to place that in your journey, not only to help other people, but golly, Moses, to help other people in Athens, Georgia, and the surrounding area. Uh, that's, that's, that's strong. That's strong in my opinion. All right, so is there any particular experience while you were on these mission trips that gave y'all more impetus than anything else to try to form uh, the city of Hope Athens? Anything in particular? Yeah, yes, sir. When uh, For the last 10 years, uh, we have done work in Jamaica uh, in, in what's called the bush. It's the, it's the areas that are very remote, uh, an annual income in those areas are about a thousand dollars, and uh, it's very poor. And we, for ten years, each summer we would go down and work a, a week. Uh, I, I would lead a team down. The men we would work uh, either doing maintenance on churches or maintenance on schools, 
and Connie would lead the team of women that would go with us, and they would go out and do benevolence work. They would go out to senior senior adult homes or shut-ins, people who just absolutely had nothing, and we would go and we would buy and provide them with groceries while we were down there that week and or take supplies with us from here. And that really began to set our tone for working with those people who were living in crisis. Um, you know, it's people who really struggle to not only make ends meet, but just to just to honestly have life. And uh, and that really began to set the tone and how God tugged on our hearts. And, um, and and that was very exciting. And I know Connie wants to add to that, too. Um, and we also as the Lord began to to change our our focus in life, I'll say, um, we began to do work, volunteer work here in Athens. We formed two teams, I believe, could have been three, but two teams from um, our church, Grace at the time, Grace Fellowship, to serve at Bigger Vision Homeless Shelter once a month. And then uh, we developed a team of people to uh, volunteer six times a year at Axe, which is area churches together serving. It's a food pantry in Bogart. And um, we worked with another organization called Kids First, uh, doing a sun sidewalk Sunday school. And we just began to involve ourselves in the Athens community in those areas as, as we felt God kind of shifting our focus. But still at that time, we weren't aware how far he was going to shift our focus. Well, what's that old saying that says uh, you can talk the talk all day long, but until you walk the talk, you really haven't accomplished a whole lot. That's correct. That's correct. You folks have done that. Well, in, like Jeff said earlier, in the last two years, uh, he was at, on staff at Grace. We knew that, that a transition was coming, and that was actually the word the Lord gave us. We didn't know exactly what it looked like, but um, he began to fine-tune that. Um, so probably, what would you say, Jeff, six months uh, prior to retirement, we knew that we knew that the Lord was leading us to do what we're doing now. Yeah, I, I made the mistake of telling my oldest son, who was married before, uh, he asked me, he said, Dad, how do you know? I said, well, son, when you know that you know that you know. That was worthless to him. <laughs> it, really, it really was. Uh, and we've been kidding about it all, but he's married uh, his schoolmate from North Georgia. They've been married for a couple of years now. They have a little two-year-old that's going to celebrate her birthday uh, this weekend. And uh, he hadn't seen that girl for 14 years. It shows how the circle can come back around. Yeah. It sounds like to me this applies to y'all. The circle is certainly coming back around, but it's with a lot of experience uh, that you've had. And you've seen the, the, the famine, not well, maybe the famine to some degree. I don't think people in uh, that part of Jamaica uh, eat very well uh, or clothe very well. That's correct. That's correct. And, and it's so meaningful for people from America to go to places like that so they can see the other side. Yes, sir. And when you can help yes, the sir. other side, it means, uh, it means everything. Yes, uh, sir. Right. So, yes, sir. And as a matter of fact, in 
I think four or five weeks we're going back down for a week to uh, to do some more work for a couple of families who are are in need, uh, and we're going to be going and building them a bathroom. They, you know, it's a single dad raising five children, and he has no bathroom in his house. Yeah. So we'll we'll be going down to do that. Well, I, I think it's more than important to having taken these missions. Uh, and there's some people that take missions in poor areas in the United States. Uh, we got poverty here yes, too, sir. and it's yes, important. We do. But it's nice to see again the other side that you can bring to our community and get the connection, the people yes, that sir. have helping the ones that have that the have nots. You might say. Uh, yes. So, I uh, I like your name i like your title city of hope because again that four-letter word means a great deal to a lot of people now let's get into what uh what your heartbeat is what your focus is about what you're going to do and what you started to do here in athens uh, yes sir what's your primary right. mission well i it, it is to bring hope to athens uh and that is it bring hope life and transformation uh, to the people that we come in contact with. And as you know, uh, there is only there is only one hope that stands uh, the circumstances of life, and that is the hope that we have in Jesus. And, uh, you know, we want to bring them hope by providing them with meals or clothing or supplies or whatever they need. But the ultimate goal is to be able to uh, let them know, hey, there's you know, there, there's hope. There's hope that we that we have that we want to share with you. Now, do we go preach? No, we don't. And the and the what most people would say, but we learned very early that the best way to reach someone is to build a relationship and build a level of trust. And with, and when you're continually loving them and caring for them and serving for them. Then all of a sudden we, we, we began to realize, okay, we have built a relationship with these people. Now, hey, they say, hey, can you pray for me today? Or I'm having trouble doing this or this. Can you give me some advice? So through that, that is how we have, that is how we are bringing hope to Athens. Uh, and, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a gigantic step of faith for us. Uh, I mean, I, after 22 years, I left the comfort of a job that I knew everything about. I left the comfort of a job that the paycheck hit my uh, bank account twice a month. And, uh, and we stepped out here and we stepped out of the boat. Uh, but we knew that the hope that we had was the hope that we need to, to bring to our community. And uh, so that's you know that that's where we are today i mean we're we're working with we're working with the uh different school systems clark oconee you know barrow uh we're trying to help as many families that we can that is struggling today uh we do serve the homeless community uh so there's different areas and i tell you the the neatest thing to us is not all the people we serve but it's the people that are coming in to volunteer with us that they are catching that vision. It's just not passing out a bag of food or a box of food or a sack of lunch. It's, hey, I realize what I'm doing today makes a big impact in these people's lives. So we're starting to see 
lives being transformed with volunteers that's coming to serve with us. Well, that's the way to get it done. It's called hands-on. At the same time, it's trying to identify the needs that are not being filled by other government agencies or organizations. You're not trying to duplicate anything. You're just trying to make it better, more accessible to people. And right. so you've identified the schools. Boy, that's a big one. Uh, you've yes, identified sir. some other organizations. Do you, do you work in partnership with other organizations to make this happen? That's a great question. That's a great question because the answer to that is yes. Yeah, that's my there job. Is not, there, there, <laughs> is, there is not one organization in Athens-Clark County that can handle the needs that is within our county. So it takes all of us. Yes, we partner with other organizations. We have partnered with Salvation Army. Uh, we have partnered with uh, people living in recovery. Uh, we have uh, partnered with Action Incorporated. Uh, gosh, we partner with the Clark County School District. Um, gosh, I'm, I'm Oconee County School District and Helping Families. Um, the Oconee uh, Senior Adult Center has partnered with us to provide bicycles to children at Christmas. Um, and just a lot of businesses that that the need is there and a lot of people don't know how to go about helping, helping. and that is an avenue that we are that we're beginning to see okay you know we need to make more people aware that right here in athens clark county it's it's there's a big it, it's yeah it's i'll tell you this danny we knew the need was great but we didn't know how great until we rolled up our sleeves and we got in the middle of it. Well, and once we got and once we got in the middle of everything, it began to really overwhelm us. The hunger that is in our community, the the need for housing that's in our community. I mean, we've got children through the school system. We have helped Clark County School District by providing them with seventy two brand new mattresses and all of the bedding that goes with those mattresses uh, for the social workers to provide the families who had no beds for the children. The children were sleeping on the floor. And we didn't know that, but then through contacts that that the Lord opened up for us, uh, we have been able to get brand new mattresses still, still shrink-wrapped to, uh, to provide uh, to the school district for the social workers to get to the families. Well, my heart, as far as going to church, is with Athens Church. I've been going there ever since our 12, 14-year-old son asked us to come there, and we've been there ever since, and now he's 29. Uh, didn't Athens Church help you out a little bit? Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. More we, than a little bit. We are very, we're very gracious for the support that we have gotten from Athens Church. Uh, Athens Church heard of our our organization and what we were doing, and in February of 2020, they presented us uh, with the keys to a brand new uh, Ford Transit uh, high-rise van, and it was a God thing. We got it in February, and uh, we were just using our personal pickup truck to do all of our distributions. We got the van in February. COVID hit in March. And then the top blew off everything because the need began began so great. And uh, just by having that van and the timing of getting that van is just 
uh, is just awesome. Uh, they uh, also, Athens Church also supports us financially. Uh, and uh, so, yes, sir, we, uh, we've got multiple churches in the community that support us uh, and help us out on a monthly basis. And we're very gracious uh, to those. And we've got a lot of businesses in the Athens area that, that support us also. Well, uh, I, we're very gracious for it. You know, Connie and Jeff, uh, everybody wants to blame everything on COVID. Uh, I don't believe that uh, at all. A lot of people really benefited from it in different ways. They found out they could work from home, all these things. Oh, but yes. You didn't let COVID stop you by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, no. That's COVID right. made us busier than ever. Yeah. We, well, yeah. We went, we went nine months without a day off. We were uh, seven we, days a we week. We were working seven days a week. We were, uh, we just, we knew the need for, for groceries, the need for sack lunches, the need for children's food bags were there. And uh, through our partnership with the Clark County School District, uh, they helped us set up uh, distribution points in certain areas of communities and uh, where the need was great. So people, there was not a, there was not a, an excuse for them not getting food. Uh, we were there. People would walk up or drive up, and we were able to provide them weekly with uh, food, grocery food, grocery boxes, children's food bags, and also lunches. And a lot of restaurants in town helped us well, you, uh, you, that period. And matter of fact, we still have one restaurant that is continuing to help us. Uh, even now on a weekly basis, and that's 5 and 10 uh, restaurant there on Millage Avenue with uh, Hugh Atchison uh, still provides us with 250 lunches a week to make sure children have food to eat. Well, your name really inspires me, City of Hope Athens, because you're addressing the needs that haven't been addressed. You're not duplicating anything, and there's still plenty of needs to go. Can you tell me in a minute or so, because we're coming to a close here, what the future of your organization is? Yes, sir. Uh, we are. I, I will tell you this. This is a uh, 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 yeah, a big week for us. Uh, we we start uh, serving in uh, one community in Barrow County this week. Uh, so we this that will add uh, our third the third county that we will start providing food boxes. And I'll briefly share the reason we're there is uh, we have a daughter-in-law who teaches in Barrow County, and she was talking to one of the school counselors, and the school counselor said that she, on her own dime, had went and bought some groceries for a family that, that had no food in the house. And while she was trying to leave, two other families came up and said they had no food. And we knew, okay, God has provided for us the resources and the food, so we're going to start a food distribution in that community. So Thursday is our first day there. So things are expanding that way. Um, we we also are, uh, I know you have made reference to this multiple times about our name, which is City of Hope Athens. Uh, we are in the process of, of changing one word in our name. Uh, but, uh, but we're excited about that. We're going to be, uh, we're getting ready to go through a name change to be city of refuge Athens. Uh, and but our, our title is, is still bringing hope, life and transformation to, to Athens and the communities around us, uh, by 
becoming City of Refuge Athens. We're becoming an affiliate of an organization in Atlanta called City of Refuge Atlanta. They have been doing this for 23 years. Uh, we're going to gain a wealth of knowledge and resource for them. The yeah. first of that, the first of that is we are starting an after-school mentor program in January, which is something we've wanted to do, and they're helping us fast-track that and get it structured, uh, so we can help children, because children are are dear to us. Uh, we feel like that just because mom grandma or great-grandma or whoever lived this way does not mean you have to live this way and we want to help teach and train and mentor children to know that there is hope for a better life than uh, uh, with their education well there's no uh, no question about that uh, I'm with you all the way I, I just don't want you to take the hope out of your journey and your mission. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not doing that. It will that. never. It will no. never go. Well, we've been we've been fortunate to be talking to the directors and co-founders of the City of Hope Athens, and that is Jeff and Connie Rushing. Uh, they serve well. They serve the Lord well. They serve our community well. And if you want to get to them fast, go to cityofhopeathens at gmail.com. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's correct and you will be able to benefit by helping, volunteering, giving, and all the other things that go. Thank you all so much for all you do, and keep the good work up. If we can help you anyway, let us know. Thank you very much. Thank you. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.